0: Welcome to Disability Matters with your host, Joyce Bender. All comments, views, and opinions expressed on the show are solely those of the host, guest, and callers. Now, the host of Disability Matters. Here's Joyce Bender.
1: Hey, everyone. Welcome to the show to everyone in the United States. Oh, I have such great listeners. They are so awesome. I get so excited when I meet someone. And they say, hey, I know your voice. So, you know, thank you for your support. And around the world, how about these countries around the world that support this radio show? And that starts with my close friend, Mr. Richard Roberts. He is so awesome. And he is in Brazil but I worked with him in both Japan and South Korea. That's how long we've known each other. Hard to believe. And he is, like, so passionate and caring about people with disabilities. I just love him and can't, can't wait to see him this fall in Brazil. And Gang Young Cho in South Korea. Gang Young. Such a great young man. Uh, also with the State Department. Uh, He's fabulous. And Cheryl Smith, who's right at the State Department in uh, Washington, D.C., great person. And Benjamin in Kazakhstan, hey, I love all of you, and I appreciate your support. And a special shout-out to my close friend, Yoshiko. Yoshiko Dart, special shout-out to you. And to my sponsor, Highmark, who has been the lead sponsor for over six years of this radio show. So hi, everyone. Welcome to the show. And today we are going to talk to um, Scott Hammerstrong, Jason and Brooklyn about the Bender Leadership Academy. Uh, very close to my heart as all my listeners know. Uh, And my favorite guest, young students with disabilities. It just doesn't get better than that. And our great leader, Mr. Scott Hammerstrom. I love this academy. Um, And I have these superstar graduates. Let's start with Scott. Would you explain to our listeners what the Vendor Leadership uh, mission is for our students.
2: Uh, Thank you, Joyce, and thank you so much for having me on to talk about the Vendor Leadership Academy and and happy 20 years of doing this radio show and all the great guests you've had over the years. It's been, uh, I'm sure, an incredible journey for you and hopefully you have another 20 to 25 more years doing this. Um, And for Vendor Leadership Academy... Um, It's a nonprofit organization that we started in 2018, but we've been doing programs for students with disabilities for over 20 years now. And what we're trying to do is our our goal is to increase long-term competitive employment for students with disabilities, and we deliver competency-building programs, such as our Student Leaders Program or our Work Readiness Program that will enable our students with disabilities to engage in educational and empowerment and work opportunities. And you know, for all our students, we celebrate their successes and we get to watch them set and achieve their career journey goals. So basically, um, our job is to get students with disabilities and get them ready for the world of work.
1: And I wanted to ask you, uh, Scott, how different are these students from when they start? Because I know they make a speech at every class. How different are they from when they start to when they end?
2: Oh, my goodness. So for our student leaders class, we have um, our students, we, they meet monthly. And um, so from November until May. And at November, they're all sort of hesitant, um, nervous to speak on, on the um, um, in the class and maybe their speeches are a little bit short, just don't have that confidence. But each class, they get a little bit better. Because each class, they have to do a speech. And each class gets better and better. And by, um, you know, graduation class or the class number seven, uh, I feel some of them could already take over my job and uh, and teach this class because they're, they're that good.
1: Oh, I just heard one of the speakers. Phenomenal at one of the graduations, I'm going to tell you, I tell these students, one of the most feared, feared things across the world by people is public speaking. And here are these students, are they going to knock it outside, out of the park all the time? I mean, not afraid, right up there. It's so incredible, and I just want to tell you, and I'll tell you this throughout the show, You want to support these students. Bender Leadership Academy is a not-for-profit. So, make a donation. Go to BenderLeadership.org and make a donation, because these students deserve it. Students with disabilities, I love them so much. Uh, And one wonderful young man is Jason DeSantis, who is with us. So, Jason, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself um, and what it meant to you to be in the Academy?
3: So, thank you. Uh, My name is Jason DeSantis. I'm an 11th grader from Ambridge, and the opportunity to learn at the Vendor Leadership Academy has definitely changed my life for the better. Throughout the Academy, I've learned tons of different new skills, And have bettered my confidence in public speaking and my confidence in just talking to people overall. I appreciate the opportunity to learn here.
1: Well, Jason, you didn't tell me you had radio voice. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) you went right through that. You were very good. I didn't know you had that radio voice. Um, I can see why you were so successful. Um, Scott, did you want to make any comments about Jason?
2: <laughs> yeah, so Jason is in our, um, we call a certification class. So Jason, you got to earn different certificates throughout the year because um, you started in October and went all the way to May and just had your graduation. So Could you tell me some of the certifications that you received?
3: Sure thing. So there's online collaborations, there's different ones like word processing or Excel spreadsheets or... Access databases. There's cybersecurity. There's a wide variety of certifications on offer.
2: Yeah, and th- those are all great marketable skills. And you got a certificate for each one that you earn. Um, and Ms. Bender and I had the opportunity to uh, to attend the graduation that they just had. So we've never met uh, Jason before, and uh, they each of the students had to give a speech. Um, and, and Jason just was knocked it out of the park and like, we want him on the, our radio show or Joyce's radio show. So we appreciate that. And you just did a great job. And you heard a lot of great things from your teachers, um, about all the things that you were doing. So, uh, we appreciate it.
1: Yeah. And Gordon. let me say the next time some adult says, oh, radio show, I'm nervous. I'm going to say, really? You better go listen to Jason on my show. We ask him to do something. Oh, Sure. There he goes, moving right along. And wait till you hear our next student, Brooklyn Walker. Uh, Brooklyn, welcome to the show. Uh, She's calling back. She was having some
2: technical difficulties, I think.
1: Okay, well, we'll wait till she calls us back. Uh, But in the meantime, we're going to go to break. And I want you to go to BenderLeadership.org. Read about this program. Make a donation. My company, Bender Consulting, uh, we are supporters of the Bender Leadership Academy. Once again, it's a not-for-profit. It's not Bender Consulting. Uh, BenderLeadership.org. And with that, we're going to go to break. If you just joined us, we're talking to Scott Heimerstrom, the Manager of Programs and Partnership, at the Bender Leadership Academy, and Jason DeSantis, a graduate of the Bender Leadership Academy. This is Joyce Bender. We'll be right back with Scott and Jason. Don't go away.
2: Are you currently receiving SSDI or SSI and wanting to work? Did you know there is a free social security program called Ticket to Work to help you try work without risking your benefits? My Employment Options is an authorized SSA employment network specializing in work at home and local job placement in 47 states. Our clients receive a personal counselor to help find the best job fit and a staff certified benefits counselor for help with Ticket to Work protections. Ready to try working? Apply for free job placement
3: help at My employment options.com since 1985 high-test line of service. For more information, please visit www.VendorConsult.com. Follow Voice America at Facebook.com forward slash for juicy updates from your favorite radio shows and podcasts.
0: You're listening to Disability Matters. If you have a question or comment, call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Now please welcome back the host of Disability Matters. Here's Joyce Bender.
1: Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the show. We're talking to Scott Hammerstrom, the Manager of Programs and Partnerships at the Bender Leadership Academy, and Brooklyn Walker, and Jason DeSantis students, graduates from the Bender Leadership Academy. And boy, that academy is so awesome. And you will see what I mean when you hear our next guest. Miss Brooklyn Walker, who I just think so highly of you, Brooklyn. Welcome to the show. Uh, would you introduce yourself to everyone and tell us what you learned from the Bender Leadership Academy, but also, what did it mean to you to win the Linda Dickerson Scholarship Award? Thank you. Hi, my name is Brooklyn Walker.
5: I'm a 10th grader. What I learned from Venner Leadership Academy is gaining public speaking skills, practicing presentations for each session from the beginning of the lessons, leading and learning about entrepreneurs, Preparing for the ship Academy. When learning the Linda Dickinson Scholarship, no, winning, sorry, winning the Linda Dickinson Scholarship, I felt I never imagined myself ever achieving a goal like this in my life. I imagined my life to be basic. The reason why I say that is because I always wanted something meaningful that impress myself and others. I also wanted to create a trophy collection one day because of my mother. After I got my scholarship, I didn't I didn't expect to be invited to a special event. I felt like I finally made it,
1: especially at a young Well, you deserved it, Brooklyn. What do you have to say about that, Scott?
2: Oh, I'm, I'm very uh, proud of uh, Brooklyn. She's just been an amazing young lady, and, um, and she's going to be a leader. You know, she went through our student leaders program, and then um, she's doing our advanced student leaders now, and she literally is a leader in the class and so supportive of um, everyone in the class. And any time I've asked her to do anything, absolutely, she, she does it right away. Um, she's just been a, a joy to watch grow and her confidence grow uh, as we go through the, this past year.
1: And she can come back because she could be an assistant, as Jason can. At some uh, of the absolutely. other schools, I have assistants that come back. But I am proud of you, uh, Brooklyn. You have just done such a great job. And, Scott, I wanted to talk for a minute about Slaughter Stigma And how our listeners make the pledge. And I am going to say, uh, let me say, she's a friend of mine. Uh, I love her. And I'm going to turn it over to you to tell more about Karen.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, Joyce. Um, So, Bender Leadership Academy, we have partnered with um, New York Times bestselling novelist Karen Slaughter to bring awareness and propose action to end stigma of all people, including people with disabilities. So we have the Slaughter Stigma Campaign. And what that is is we encourage the use of truthful and positive portrayals of people with disabilities. We're educating the public on stigma and stereotypes of people with disabilities with a focus on breaking down the myths. And we're empowering others to be allies of people with disabilities by identifying and committing to actions that they can take on an individual level to end stigma. So if you go to our website, which is BenderLeadership.org, and under the student section, there is a a Slaughter Stigma tab. And there's on there, you can uh, watch a video of uh, of Joyce Bender. There's one of uh, Karen Slaughter. But right below that, there's a pledge. Um, You want to pledge to treat others with love and respect, use language that is positive and empowering to others, educate others about the harmful effects of stigma on our society, and be an upstander when I see someone who is being bullied or marginalized and being an ally to people with disabilities. So we want everybody, not just students, we want everybody to take this pledge and if you go to our website and look under Slaughter Stigma, the pledge will be right there. You just uh, fill out your name. It takes less than twenty five seconds to do. And uh, the more pledges that we get, uh, we'll be able to share this to Karen Slaughter and and help with that stigma of uh, with for people with disabilities. So thank you, uh, Joyce, for letting me uh, able to talk about that. But I know she's very good friends with you. And besides all the great books she has uh, there's also a, a television series uh, on ABC each week with Will Trent
1: yes, Will Trent has dyslexia he has a learning disability that's how we became friends, she included people with disabilities in her books but not pitiful not weak not unable to perform Will Trent is the profiler that catches the bad guys. He is the key hero, the champion, and he lives with a learning disability. And may I say, that show is great. Will Trent, ABC. Um, What night did you say, Scott?
2: I believe it's Tuesday nights at 10 o'clock on on ABC, and then the following day, I believe it is on Hulu. (laughs)
1: Okay. Also, Pieces of Her. A movie on Netflix is based after her novel, Pieces of Her. So I'm telling you this because you can see how famous Karen is. So I am asking you, this has nothing to do with money. When you hear the word pledge, don't think pledge money. No money doesn't mean you're doing anything with money. Go to listeners. Go to underleadership.org and take that pledge, uh, the pledge of really being a good citizen. Take the pledge today after the show. Okay. Well, I am so excited about that, and I'm also so excited uh, about the Linda Dickerson Academy. I have to ask you, Brooklyn, of everything in that class— What did you enjoy the most?
5: What I joined joined the most was the entrepreneurship. Mm. It was with Ms. Blackwell, the owner of Knoxland. And I asked a bunch of questions because I was invested in her life and how she ran her business. She's also a black woman that sells bow ties. And I
1: also met her in person at the DMV. Right, that's right, oh, she is phenomenal. she is really phenomenal, and I think Mr. Hammerstrong, don't you have one of those top tie- bow ties? I do
2: uh Brooklyn, so I enjoyed her speaking as well and um and she has found me you know we teach in our advanced student leaders entrepreneurship, and she started her own business uh making bow ties and uh, selling them all over the world and country, and people um I think who we went to use ties for the Academy Awards, and I had one commissioned for myself uh, with the colors of Bender Leadership Academy, so I wore wear that at all of our uh, events that we have for disability mentoring or for uh, Bender Leadership Academy.
1: Oh, and it is And I
2: is love that bow tie.
1: Beautiful. Yeah, it is. It's, it is absolutely beautiful. Um, i got to ask you a question. You, Brooklyn, you spoke in front of a lot of people. A lot at Disability Mentoring Day. Uh, and you did very well. So I have to ask you um, what gave you this confidence to speak publicly and not be afraid?
5: How I gave my confidence was in the 8th grade. I just decided to ask questions and read paragraphs during history class because of my flaws. My flaws were lack of vocabulary because, one, I had been reading a bunch of bunch of books. I used to read, like, a lot of books, and I stopped doing it, and I just realized how my vocabulary just wasn't there, and I wanted to be more be more sharp when I grew up, and I also um, suffered uh, with a stuttering problem, and how I further my confidence is from assignments from better student readers. Each assignment required Features. And I continue this, of course, in Bender Leaders, Advanced Leaders, and at the DMV.
1: Well, you did a great job, I'll tell you that. Uh, and you can tell. I just want to say, this is once again an example of a graduate of the Bender Leadership Academy that I hope you are supporting these high school students with disabilities by going to VendorLeadership.org and make a contribution today for these students. Uh, Jason, I didn't ask you yet, what did you enjoy the most about the Vendor Leadership Academy, and did this academy help build your confidence?
3: Uh, The one thing I definitely enjoyed about the Vendor Leadership Academy was just how interactive everything was, having the lessons teach you and then having, like, just step-by-step showing you what to do and giving you, like, examples on how to, um, like, complete set tasks. And I think that that's just really helpful because it just shows, like, it's not just showing you, it's letting you do it so that you retain in your memory better. I think that The Academy did build my confidence because it gave me more of a voice to be heard. It, like, eased me into everything, and it would, like, slowly help me get, like, by giving me tips on how to, like, speak better, like, facing people, speaking confidently. And for that, I do appreciate it. Thank you.
1: You're welcome. Uh, Well, you can tell you're a good speaker. That's very obvious. Hey, Scott, for our listeners, we have a program called digital
2: access at work. Could you talk about that? Oh, yeah, absolutely, Joyce. Um, yeah, digital access at work is something that we created a program because we felt that there was a need. Um, so what it is is we develop essential competencies in the emerging field of digital accessibility, so understanding the need to test mobile applications and websites to ensure everyone including people with disabilities can consume content and interact independently. So, Joyce, I think you mentioned, is it 90 to 95% of all the websites out there are not accessible to everybody?
1: 97, that 97.
2: That's right. No, 97%. So there are a lot of companies out there who are behind the eight ball. It was making sure that their websites are accessible. So this is a, a need. And, um, so we created this class, we typically we do it in the summer and they're like um it's online, it's uh 10 hour sessions, about 20 hours of instructional content uh to teach the accessibility to uh young people with disabilities and um and we get they get to understand how people with disabilities use technology, digi- digital accessibility basics, use of assistive technology tools um you know, and standard accessibility analysis tools. Because it's not just for somebody who's totally blind. It could be somebody who's a little vision. It could be somebody who is, uh, who is colorblind. So you have to make sure it's accessible for them as well. Um, so we um, have been doing this. And then last year, um, a great company called AudioEye um, partnered with us. And um, so they were speaking at some of our classes during the summer. And then they have a need with their business of doing digital accessibility to hire people. So they're willing to, for our graduates, willing to take them on and to train train them um, getting paid and uh, teach them more stuff about digital accessibility. And then our students can get paid for that, and then they can do, as people call it, the gig economy, right? So they can do pick-up jobs, a small projects whenever they have free time, and they can work on this and get paid for it. So it's a win-win for, for AudioEye. It's a win-win for our students because they get paid work experience. And we're so excited that um, we told this to um, PPG Foundation, Joyce, and uh, they have given us a grant um, And because they love what we're doing with digital accessibility. Um, and uh, they're going to be um, partnering with us and hopefully uh, and speaking in some of our uh, classes upcoming as well. So we're very, very excited about that.
1: Yes, I I was saying, Scott, sorry, I got cut off there a minute. I was saying that, first, thank you, PPG, because what you're doing is investing in the future of young people living with disabilities, high school students, that's what you're doing, by providing this career opportunity uh, to them, which is phenomenal, and thank you, AudioEye. You know, we get the investment from uh ppg foundation but we get the actual job opportunities from audio Eye. and just i want to point out something you may have said what all those websites they're not all uh inaccessible well yeah they are and here's why i'll talk to someone and they'll say oh we're accessible and we'll say okay do you have color contrast um, Do you have accessibility for people with intellectual disabilities? Well, I'm not sure about that. In other words, they aren't. So there are people that companies, they think they are, but they really are not. They have not checked all these boxes. So why we're talking about this? This means career opportunities for users, sighted testers. And that would be students who learn digital access at work. And President Biden is working to push through an executive order enforcing compliance uh, to Section 508. And that would mean all federal contractors have to be uh, accessible 100%. So there you go. That could be big job, job opportunities for you. Um, and so that's why I'm so excited about it. And with that, time for our news break with our newscaster, Perry Jude Radisick, who always does a fantastic job. Perry Jude, welcome. Joyce, thank you. Thanks uh, for having me. Of course. So what news do you have for us today? Uh, Joyce, uh, one of the pieces of
4: information in the news, whether it's television or newspapers, is the debt ceiling. And the debt ceiling and budget negotiations are underway between President Biden and Congress. This is always a challenging time for disability advocates. And here's why because we always have to react to proposals that want to cut Medicaid or limit funding for programs that support people with disabilities. Now, this afternoon, House Speaker Kevin McCarthy is scheduled to meet with President Biden to pick up on negotiations that ended in February of this year. Now, part of the news we're all reading about is that the U.S. government is expected to run out of money and not be able to pay all of its bills on June 1st. So again, what does that have to do with disability advocates? Well, there's always debt ceiling bills that want to limit Medicaid in some way. So we must send a message to our legislators that any funding caps, cuts, or changes that limit eligibility for the Medicaid program threaten us as people with disabilities, that threaten a safety net that would normally be there and a promise to people with disabilities that here is a safety net for you um, if you need it. So we have to make sure our legislators know that they cannot agree to medicate cuts that amount to working against the health and safety of people with disabilities. Um, the U.S. House of Representatives already passed a bill at the end of April that would raise the debt ceiling and slash federal federal spending, and it would impose work requirements on people with disabilities. Now, this includes people with disabilities um, who are unable to work, but they would have to get a doctor's certification to say that their disability prevents them from working to bypass this work requirement, so Joyce, it's it's really rough out there. Um, we know advocacy matters. Disability advocates need to speak up and tell Congress to stop cutting access to Medicaid and to keep Medicaid out of the debt ceiling negotiations. So, how do you do that? Go to disabilityrightspa.org. That's disabilityrightspa.org. Today's Advocacy Matters segment is up on the home page. Click on today's Advocacy Matters segment, and in that segment at the bottom, you will find a link to the ARCs Action Alert page. There you can send that simple email to your legislators to support and protect Medicaid through the debt ceiling negotiations. When you're there, you'll also see a fact sheet from the Bazelon Center on Medicaid work requirements and people with disabilities, and an article from CNN on uh, the House passed debt ceiling bill um, from the end of April. So Joyce, we need people to get over to disabilityrightspa.org, click on today's Advocacy matter segment, and send that message to our members of Congress that this is not okay.
1: Uh, Well, it is definitely not okay. Perry, is there any read at all on, you know, how these negotiations are going or how they will go? I mean, is there any read on that?
4: Not right now. I think maybe when the president and Speaker McCarthy come out of their meeting later this afternoon, we might have a better understanding of where things are headed or if those negotiations have broken down. So we're going to just keep our advocacy up and make sure that legislators know, I don't don't put Medicaid in this negotiation. It's not okay.
1: No, and it's taking lives. People with disabilities can die. It is. I'm, I, I mean, this is really serious. So make sure, listeners, make sure you go to Advocacy Matters and follow up with what Perry suggested that you do. And, Perry, you'll have to keep us up to date on this.
4: Now, absolutely, I will.
1: Okay. Have a great day, Perry. You too, choice. Take care. Boy, that is, uh, that is a serious thing there, Scott.
2: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. It's uh, important meetings, and hopefully they can get that resolved.
1: That's for sure. Um, so, Scott, I wanted to talk a little bit about the hashtag not ashamed Uh, And, you know, the Mary Brocker Mental Health Initiative, you know, how they are tied together. So, once again, this is at BenderLeadership.org, and everyone knows we're having a crisis in this country with mental health, uh, and we need to do everything we can. So, Scott, how about if you explain it?
2: Yeah, so a few years ago, we started the the Mary Brocker Mental Health Initiative, um, and we're trying to incorporate it into all of the curriculum in our programs. And we focus on mental fitness training, mental health advocacy, and we started a campaign called Not Ashamed, which I'll talk to you about in one minute. But um, but I wanted to share with you some of the the, the statistics that I found. Because one in four adults have a mental health disabilities, and seven of ten teens report mental health struggles, and students with disabilities are at an increased risk of being bullied, and Joyce, you, both you and I know that because in every one of our classes, all of our students pretty much have been bullied, and bullying is a link to mental health concerns and increased risk for suicide-related behavior. And um, so we're trying with this campaign, the Not Ashamed campaign, to spread the message that we are not ashamed to be living with a mental health disability, that you have the ability to take power away from the centuries-old stigma and misconceptions about mental health and promote truth about mental health. Uh, we're trying to spread awareness that mental health fitness matters to everyone as a component of overall wellness, just like nutrition and physical fitness and so we're asking everybody to you know to take a stand um people not should not be held down or dismissed or bullied or belittled because they have a mental health disabilities um so we want people to join our mission to replace that fear with knowledge hate with understanding and shame with pride and what you can do is we're asking people to make a quick 15 20 second uh video to be on your cell phone and just saying, like, hey, I'm Scott Hammerstrom and I have a mental health disability, I am not ashamed. Or if you're just an ally and want to support somebody, say that as well. And then we want to send it in to us, and you can um, send it in to, um, to myself at Hammerstrom at um, benderleadership.org. And then what we'll do is um, we're going to put it on Facebook and social media to get that word out there, that stigma, and that you're, we're not ashamed. And, uh, we've had, uh, we were very fortunate. We, a uh, few weeks ago, one of your guests, uh, Ty Hurden, um, did a, was on your radio show, but he did a video, very, uh, well-known country star. We've had, uh, people from Congress. We've had, uh, PBS anchors. We've had students with disabilities. Brooklyn has done one. And, um, so many other great people who have done one. And we're going to put them all on their website as well. Get them out there on social media. And we want to, get this not ashamed campaign all over the country and all over the world.
1: Yeah, and, you know, Mary Brocker was the president at Vendor Consulting and one of my absolutely closest friends. And almost soon, two years ago, she was in a hiking accident uh, and I lost her. The world lost her. Uh, was devastating to all of us. And Mary lived with clinical depression for 40 years, uh, and she loved high school students with mental health disabilities. That's why it's named after her. Uh, But if you want to, you've got to do that, not ashamed. Go to your cell phone when you hang up, then yourleadership.org, and it'll tell you how to do it. Because, as Scott said, you will be among. Ty Herndon, Grammy-nominated country star, Valerie Jarrett, advisor to uh, President Obama, one, I think two or three Congress people, and the top people from NPR, and most importantly, a ton of young people and people with disabilities. All you have to do, by the way, Go to our website, you can see them all, and or go to YouTube and put in Bender Leadership, Not Ashamed, and you will never believe how many videos will come up. We want you to be in that. We want you to be part of this national uh, campaign so people see you. Oh, yeah, Brett Huntley, who is uh, an NFL star, he was on. So make sure you go. Make sure you do this because it's all about supporting high school students with mental health disabilities. Uh, And, Scott, one more time, how did they go to that drop-down?
2: You know what I mean? Donation. For a donation.
1: For what? A donation. donation.
2: If you just go to our website, Vendor Leadership Academy, Right up top, there's a Donate button. You just click on that, and uh, you can donate that way. Very easy to do.
1: And isn't there, like, a drop-down where it shows what you can donate to? Like, one yeah. for... Yeah, there's different okay.
2: amounts that you can donate or to what program you're interested in donating to, or you can put other you can pick an amount that you want. So we make it real easy for you to do.
1: VendorLeadership.org. Hey, when we were talking about bullying... I wanted to ask you, um Brooklyn, how many kids have you seen bullied, kids with disabilities? Sally, I have not. I never came across that. Not you, other kids in class. No. Because when we when we go to our classes, as Scott said, and if we ask how many of you have been bullied? You're really lucky, Brooklyn, because I would say almost the whole class raises their hand. It says either in elementary and middle school, someone called me names, someone did, said something terrible about me on social media, someone excluded me from events. Uh, the very first Bender Leadership Academy class that I did in Delaware The entire class of 25 people raised their hand that they had been bullied. And, Scott, isn't it similar with all these classes we have? It
2: it is. It is um, very similar. Um, You know, we asked, and I'm I'm proud of the students, um, because it's not easy to talk about, but a lot of them were raising their hands and sharing the stories in front of their classmates of, of, the times that they've been bullied, and and it's not like when I was in school or you maybe get pushed in a locker. You know, nowadays bullying it can happen twenty four seven because of social media. So it's, it's always there, and they and they and our students are struggling, uh, which again causes mental health uh, concerns, and um, and it's a downward spiral. So um, we're doing everything we can to stop the bullying. We talk a lot about it in our classes.
1: Yeah, and uh, and that is what Slaughter Stigma is all about. Just a couple other things I wanted to go over, Scott. Valerie Jarrett Community Engagement. What is that? The so Jarrett-
2: the Valerie Jarrett Community Engagement is um, another great partnership that we made because, uh, Joyce, you were friends with Valerie Jarrett, who used to be a senior administrator in the President Obama's administration. And um, so we, wanted the, we want our students to be very well-rounded. So one of the things we discussed is we wanted to talk about
1: community engagement.
2: We want our students to be advocates. They want, I want them to be self-advocates. And we want them to learn about their rights and especially about the importance of, uh, of voting. So we talk about the importance of registering when you're becoming 18 to, to vote. And, um, you know, if they're going on to school, to be advocates for themselves if they need accommodation. Um, So we're teaching them a little bit uh, about the whole process, especially with voting. But sometimes they are not getting taught that at school anymore. So we want to make sure that our students are very well aware of their rights and about disability rights and talking about the, uh, uh, the ADA as well.
1: Yeah, it's so wonderful. And one other thing. You guys won't believe all the great things we're doing at the Bender Leadership Academy. I know that many of you are upset about art being cut at schools, uh, which I am also. So, Scott, what are we doing about that?
2: Well, going back to being a well-rounded student, we we, uh, partnered up with the Pittsburgh CLO, and uh, we created a program which is called Accessibility. So they are um, the experts in the art field and music and dance. Um, so we have a class uh, that some of our students can attend if they have that interest in the arts. Uh, and uh, the, the teachers from CLO will teach them about music and dance and getting them involved in the arts. And we just had a, our first uh, um, Class that just finished up uh, in March, I believe, um, and it was very successful. And we uh, hope to continue on doing that with the Pittsburgh CLO for additional classes um, in uh, coming up.
1: Oh yeah, it is so awesome! It really is. Hey Brooklyn, I want to ask you a question. If you would talk to someone, another high school student with a disability and they're interested in the Bender Leadership Academy, but they aren't sure, what would you tell them? I will tell them to, like, give it a shot
5: or, like, ask um, the the ones that are running the um, organizations to do, like, a one-day trial.
1: Mm. And what would you tell them why? Why should they do it? How would it help them? It will
5: help them um, learn more about their disability and give them, like, great opportunities and and help them, like, connect with people with other um, disabilities.
1: That is so true. Because when you go through this class, it's all about raising the bar, not lowering the bar. Um, and, and I feel... It makes a tremendous difference, and Mr. Hammerstrom and I, we are on our way tomorrow to Delaware to attend the graduation ceremony for the students at Networks Bender Leadership Academy, and how excited are you about that, Scott?
2: Um, I am very, very excited, um, um, the the CD students, because I've been in every class so far for the Delaware students, and I'm so looking forward to meeting them in person and taking a tour of their, all the things that they do. And uh, um, it's going to be a great uh, couple days.
1: Well, I want to ask you, um, Scott, what what have you enjoyed the most about Bender leadership?
2: <laughs> well, working with the students, uh, but one of the my favorite things is when you and I, Julie, we get to. Um, uh, give away um, a Linda Dickerson scholarship to a student um, for $1,000. So uh, each year, this year we're giving away 16 $1,000 scholarships. So we surprise the students and we get them on a call with you and I, and we try to make sure that their parent is nearby and we um, get to extend uh, the, the, that they want. But they have, to, they have to go through an application process and do a couple essay questions, and then we get all, all the applications in, and then we have a big uh, panel who reviews all the applications. These are executives from different corporations, um, and so it's not easy to win, but but when we get to offer them, and they're just shocked because sometimes they never won anything before. or uh, They don't have the financial resources, so $1,000 is a lot of money to help them with going to school or getting ready for the world of work and Sometimes you see the, the the students cry in joy or the parents cry in joy. And, um, and then sometimes the parents don't realize um, what their child can do, you know, that they can accomplish things. And it's one of the great things they get to do.
1: Oh, it is. It, it, you know, it is a wonderful thing. And you know what? If you would go to these graduation ceremonies, you would never believe how thrilled these young people are when they get that certificate. And to me, the best thing about this is the students. I'm with you 100% and, oh, that Linda Dickerson scholarship. I always feel as if I'm giving someone like a $70,000 scholarship by the reaction of the recipients. So I just want to say one more time, you know, go to BenderLeadership.org. Uh, and make a donation. Uh, one other thing before we go, we have a great program going on, uh, Partners for Youth with Disabilities. Scott, would you share that in case anyone listening wants to be a mentor?
2: Yeah, we're so excited. We, um, we're working with Partners for with Youth with Disabilities, um, PYD, and they received a, a large grant from the Department of Justice, and uh, so we are a sub awardee, and we are in Pennsylvania going to be starting a the Bender Turing initiative. Um, yeah, and we're up and running right now. we're just getting uh, everything the, the logistics built up, but we're looking for mentors and mentees. so youth with disabilities, you know between 11 and 17, um, you know who sometimes get in trouble with uh, the law because they have a disability or whatever, um, or truancy or bad home life situations, we're, we're, we're trying to get them mentors. So uh, so we're looking for mentors as well to help mentor these young students with disabilities to get them on the right track to tell them about school being important and uh, and to work hard so they can be successful. Um, so we're looking for mentors who have an interest in um Mentors our students four to five hours a month. It's a very really small commitment that, you know, you can do it virtually, you can go in person or do a ball game with them or whatever their interests are. We'll match them up with uh, your interest between mentor and mentee. Um, and we're asking for people to um, volunteer for this for, for one year to help these students who are in dire need of some mentors.
1: Okay. So if you're listening to the show and want to be a mentor, It isn't that much time. How much time is it again, Scott? Four to five hours a month. Four to five hours a month. That's all it is. And it can be virtual. So if you are interested, make sure you get back in touch with us. Scott, how should they reach you?
2: You know what? Easiest way is to contact me. My phone number is 412-446 and uh, I'll be glad to get you to the right person and we can explain a little bit more about the program or you can email me at shammerstrom at
1: vendorleadership.org Alright, make sure you check it out Well, it has been a pleasure being with you today, I love talking love talking about the Bender Leadership Academy and how awesome all of these students are And by the way, how awesome you are by supporting us and allowing us to grow that academy, but also by listening to the show, because you can spread the news to someone else. Scott, thank you for being with us and Brooklyn.
2: Thank you, Brooklyn. Thank
1: you, Joyce. You're welcome. And we end every show with a quote, and today... This is one of my favorite quotes. As a matter of fact, I just said it in one of the last graduations. Never bend your head, always hold it high. Look the world straight in the eye, said the great Helen Keller. This is Joyce Bender, America's Voice, where disability matters at voiceamerica.com. Talk to you